expurgated version of this podcast episode begins with a very loud uh, expletive as I sat down and knocked my chair into the table next to me, throwing tea all over the uh, little table, which of course also has Christmas decorations on it, more of which are none. So that was a marvellous start to welcome to episode 82 of Mr. Burt Pods. It's really annoying actually because there is a car engine running somewhere and I can't see it and it's getting on my nerves. It's that constant low level rumble. So um there's quite a lot going on actually, but it's a bit I'm a bit late today, actually. It's quarter to four. I don't know quite well I do know what's happened to the afternoon actually. I've been anyway, we'll come to that in a minute. Um how did my day de- how's my week been? I hear you all ask. Well I've cheered up, which is uh good i think i've cheered up yes i have feeling a bit better i was feeling a bit gloomy last week i think and um so that's all good and then this morning uh was an absolute nightmare because the worst possible thing imaginable for yoga happened uh regular listeners know how enthusiastic i get about my yoga class and how um i can hear doors banging now it's just really annoying me which car is it What's that? Um, So uh, basically, I did happen to notice when I was logging in, booking my class online last night, that the, uh, I don't know why it didn't cross my mind just to uh, email in and say that the the live stream booking, they've got a new system in, so you book the live stream separate to the classes uh, on a different page, whereas before it was all on the same page. The live stream was down at 9.30, but I happened to look at the uh, studio page uh, in error, and it said 10.30. Uh, I don't know why. You see, I don't know who they are. It's quite a natty jacket, though. Oh, could be anybody. Um, so, uh, yeah... So, of course, what happens is, and of course, you've all worked this out and I didn't, is I merrily turn up at 9.30 and I'm the only person online and there's no one in the studio uh, because the teacher's saying, oh, they're all late. Not crossing my mind, of course, what's going on. And then, of course, one of the studio staff come in and say, um, uh, it's it's been put on for 10.30 on the studio booking time. So... um, well, I didn't want to wait till 10.30, to be honest. I'd flip him off, but I'm fed up with this system. This is the second week I've had trouble with it. Uh, and the teacher was lovely. So she said, well, she couldn't go home. There's no point. So did I want to carry on? So I, well, I couldn't say no, could I? So I got a lesson to myself. It was awful. <laughs> As she said, laughingly at the end, you can run, but you can't hide when you're on your own on Zoom. Um So uh, she asked me if I wanted to concentrate on anything in specific. I went, no, I can't do anything anyway. It doesn't make a difference. Uh, She then proceeded to go into the worst hip openers. I mean, my hips are as tight as I don't know what. Um, Lizard, which is, I mean, if the stages of lizard, as in stage one is easy, stage three is advanced, I'm on about stage 0.5. Uh, she kept talking about my hip going, uh, gravity sending my hip towards the floor. My hip is practically anti-gravity at that point. Uh, absolutely terrible and it really hurts. I actually think I've done something to my 
I will hope I haven't. Um, what else? Well, yeah, she did loads of hip openers. It was just terrible. Pigeon. I mean, the only way I got away with it was because um, she didn't say good at any point. I had to notice, even though it was just me and her. <laughs> the only way I got away with uh, a lot of the uh, kerfuffle was because uh, I kept the screen. Well, I mean, the screen doesn't show the whole of my body all the way through it anyway. So I did sort of lower it and raise it up a bit so she could um, see a bit more of what was going on. But she's like doing the class at the same time to demonstrate. So she can't, she couldn't, she couldn't always look at the screen. So it was camera. So it was all marvelous. So it was horrendous. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't have my little, you know, I couldn't collapse, which I was desperate to at one point. I had to keep going. I couldn't have water breaks to cover up for the fact that um, I couldn't, couldn't go on any longer. It was absolutely terrible. And I hope that never happens again. She, I mean, she was lovely, I had to be said. And I did make a point of thanking her. She was very worried at the end I wasn't going to do my, uh, what do you call it? What do you call that thing where you lie down at the end and don't do anything? Oh, anyway, because um, I was busy trying to turn the camera off before the uh, the people turning up at 10.30 all got there. She was very concerned I wasn't going to do it. But of course I did do it, needless to say. And mine wandered all over the place. But uh, yes, it was all there. Yeah, that was a great start to the day, week. Then went for a run. Uh, now, um, it didn't look good, so I thought, weather-wise, so I thought, well, I'll just do my nine and a half laps rather than go for a run through the woods, because I thought if it's going to rain, and the forecast was pouring rain, uh, I don't want to be caught far from home. So um, I did my nine and a half laps. I've taken a photograph of myself when I got home, uh, absolutely sopping wet. Um, it sort of, I think it... It did rain heavily, but not for too long, so I, I got through it. Very pleased to say I got um, a record. I haven't actually looked at if it's my fastest. I think it's one of my, well, it's definitely one of my fastest because it's 29 minutes uh, plus. Uh, so I'm under the 30, which is great. 32 minutes, I think, is from my rough, rough average. Anyway, I got some uh, so-called humorous message from Darren on my last one where I ran through the woods saying, something on, on this was on Strava the apps saying something along the lines of uh, using my imagination look what happens I don't know what it said really and uh, so I took a photograph of myself because I knew I'm going to get another comment because I've gone back to my nine and a half laps I took a photograph of myself absolutely dripping wet when I got home which I shall show him uh, as proof of the reason that I wasn't going to run my woodland route and risk getting ticks Um there is an upside to getting ticks which I've heard uh, apparently, if you get ticks, you get put on antibiotics. And if you've got uh, bad skin, it clears your skin up, all the antibiotics. Uh, I'm not getting ticks. So, yes, yeah, so that was all that. Um, it's been quite a quiet. Has it been a quiet week? It feels as if it's been a quiet week. Um, I can't even remember what I've been doing. I'm going to have to consult the old diary. The builders seem to be back uh, in, within limits. There's um, things happening, but they're not very exciting. There's, there was a delivery of bits of wood, which basically the frame of the, I don't know what you call them, of the roof. And some of those seem to have been put up. Um, oh, yes, and of course the rest of today. Yeah, well, the reason I'm late is because I went ages ago, I went drove over to see a friend of mine in um, Hackney and... Um, all the edges of Hackney Islington borders and um, I got a parking fine notice from Islington 
and they've got this absolutely ridiculous well the the thing was Arsenal were playing when I was driving back I mean I know the way back I go there quite a lot uh, but I was using the sat nav to avoid the main route because Arsenal was playing and the, and the street the main roads were absolutely horrendous so I ended up going down these sort of side residential things of course what Hackney and Islington have both done they've put these these so-called pedestrian yes and i use the word so-called carefully so-called pedestrian calming measures in which basically mean instead of putting a, a no entry sign up they put these signs up that you can't read with loads of information on there isn't time to read them saying this uh section of the road is not open to pedestrians or uh, to um cars or cyclists between the hours of uh, and also there's different restrictions when arsenal are playing i mean it's absolutely ridiculous so um I didn't know any of this, uh, otherwise I wouldn't have gone the route. So I've got this, uh, it's taken ages because the cars, it's got to go through the car firm first, but anyway, it's now reached me. Uh, I've got to pay six, well, it's £130 for basically being in a road I'm not supposed to be in, which is, it's just a residential road. Uh, they've sent me a photograph, um, three photographs, very dark, so you can't really see what's what on it, of me turning into a road. So I don't know whether the road I'm on is the one I'm not meant to be on or whether the road I'm turning into is the one I'm not meant to be on. Either way, I've spent most of this afternoon searching Google Maps and I can't find that junction anywhere. Um, there is a sign and it is quite clear when you need to look for it. It's not a no entry sign. It's basically a road that looks like a road. So you've got no reason to expect, suddenly expect a sign saying no motorcycles or cars. It's one of those circulars one on each side circular red circular signs with a motorbike flying over a car like evil Knievel um so it's not even no entry um because I think it must mean you can go up there if you're a, a bicycle a bus or um huge great lorry uh who knows I'd know that would be motor vehicles wouldn't it but anyway um when of course I was following the sat I vaguely knew where I was, but I didn't know the roads in detail. I was following the sat nav because I just never had noticed this. I've actually looked at the sign on the picture, it's really high up as well. I said they just do it for money. Uh, it's just absolutely ridiculous. There's no there was no pedestrians, there was no children playing in the street uh, to avoid. The the streets were absolutely deadly quiet. It was a Saturday afternoon. So um I'm deeply resentful of the whole thing, but I can't get away with it. I'll have to pay. So that's that's where I've spent a bitter afternoon prior to recording this. Um, yeah, puts you off driving a flaming car. And I've I've upset somebody who will remain nameless about um, uh, in inner city car parks. Uh, we're not getting onto that topic. Um, now, so consults diary. Uh, I don't actually know what I've really done this week. I've been working. Uh, Monday, Tuesday. It is nice having Tuesday off because I get, I have, don't, there's no show on Monday and then I take Tuesdays off and it feels a bit like a, um, well, I was going to say weekend. It's not a weekend, of course, at all, is it? But, um, uh, oh, I'm just having a panic actually because I'm looking at the wrong week. We're in December, aren't we? Um, oh, yes, I sent my story off. Uh, which had a deadline, which I'm hoping is a competition one, uh, and didn't hear anything back. So I then happened to email, say, did you get it? And they said, no, I hadn't. So I just got my story back in on time. Um, so that was all exciting. And then we move on Wednesday. We move into December. 
which is very exciting. It's not really, is it? Um, so I don't think I've, no, I haven't done anything. We were due to do uh, a recording of nothing to see here on Thursday, Friday rather, as normal. Of course, Darren's postponed it, uh, which is causing me a tumultuous week this week, which you'll hear be hearing all about next Monday. Uh, thrown me off track completely. So, which is why I've been spending all Monday afternoon faffing around looking at Google Maps, trying to work out why I've been charged a fine of £65. Of course, it's really not. I don't think it's points because it's um, it's a civil thing, not a criminal thing. But, I mean, it just puts you off. Anyway, I was going to say puts you off having a car, which is a complete contradiction in terms. So, um, I've obviously had a quiet week because I'm running out of things to say. I don't know what I've been doing and nobody is walking past. Um, I put the Christmas decorations up yesterday. I was hoping they came down. Actually, usually the Christmas decorations come down about the 23rd of December and go back up into the attic on the 26th of June. That's roughly the usual scale. But we've made a big effort this year and we've got the Christmas decorations down. Um so that's all exciting. And then I put them up after yesterday's matinee. Um, and I went for a simpler look. Well, actually, the reason I went for a simpler look is where, because where the Christmas tree normally goes, we've now got a piano and a grandfather clock, which I still haven't had mended. Uh, I don't know what to do about the grandfather clock, to be honest, because A, I can see we've lost the key. We've lost both the keys. We've lost the windy up key, but then the people that, uh, moved it here, gave us one, and then I've lost the key to the door, and the door swung open a bit, which means it's not on flat surface. The floor's obviously not flat where it is, so it's not in a good place. Um, it's going to tick, obviously, when it goes, and I don't think I can have a chiming again, which is a bit sad, because uh, well, it's wham bam against next door's joining wall and our bedroom. Now, where we had it at home, it was in the hall of a three up, three down type standard semi-detached house. Um, and you could hear it, obviously, in the bedrooms, but it wasn't really, really loud. And you soon get used to it, actually. You just don't hear it. And because uh, it's like my dad's, uh, well, he grew up with it when he was a wee child. He had it. Um so he'd basically had heard it all his life. So at the end of his life, when I think he was sleeping, well, he was sleeping terribly because he was looking after mum and he was sleeping in a, oh, he was just sleeping upright in a chair. It was just all completely ridiculous thinking back on that. Um, he just said it, it was a comforting sound through the night. Whereas I don't think I would find it a comforting sound through the night because I'd be thinking I'm still awake at three o'clock, I'm still awake at four o'clock, I'm still awake at five o'clock. Anyway, dad was comforted by it, which I sort of understand. Uh, so I don't really know what to do about that. But anyway, I should just get someone in to look at it. Oh, a car's going past. It's been the uneventful uh, street today. Um, I've been noticing corda lines absolutely everywhere. I think they're the most popular planty tree in uh, the UK, from what I can gather. Um, yeah, so the clock's there, the piano's there, and then there's a load of stuff. Uh, clutter, I think Darren would say. Uh, between the piano and the clock, which is where the Christmas tree normally goes. So Christmas tree is now over by the window, which is actually nice because you're able to see it through the window. Um, I've got this sort of sparkly gold pyramid uh, that's like a sort of abstract tree, 
bit difficult to explain, that did have twinkly lights inside it that now don't work anymore. I've also got about 20 sets of Christmas lights that don't work. Um, and ironically, the set of Christmas lights on the Christmas tree that do work are probably about 100 years old. Um, they were the Christmas lights my mum always had on the Christmas tree for as long as I can remember. Uh, so I think we're looking at, they're probably about 70 years old, actually, those Christmas tree lights. <laughs> 60 or 70 years old, and they're still working. In fact, one isn't working, and they're still all working, the rest of them are working. The only trouble is they've got rather fragile plastic uh, cups around the light, and occasionally they fall off, and I've lost a couple, and a couple have got cracked. But uh, it's just unbelievable. Talking of which, also, the fridge is playing up, so we're going to have to get a new fridge freezer, I think, which I deeply resent. We've had that for 17 years. I don't see why it needs to be replaced after 17 years. It should work for the rest of my lifetime, as far as I'm concerned. And also, they're just a nightmare to get rid of because they're just terrible, terrible pollutant things that don't, that can't be recycled. They're all dreadful things. So I'm cross about that. Um, yeah, so any of the Christmas decorations. So anyway, what I've, instead of usually uh, causing more clutter with this sort of pyramidical tree thing, uh, I don't know why I'm explaining this, it's just of no interest to anyone. I've put it flat within the fireplace, so it's like a triangle now, and I've put an uplighter at the bottom, so it actually looks quite nice. So it's lit up from the bottom, and uh, I've put a big gold star hanging at the top of it, so that looks lovely. Then we've got one, two, three, four four advent calendars this year we had three last year we've managed to make it four this year they're all lovely so they're sort of scattered i've got absolutely nowhere to put the christmas cards and then the christmas tree uh, and other bits of decoration are slightly altered from usual but they just feel feels as if there's a lot less this year but it actually looks really nice so i'm very pleased with that there will of course be no christmas presents under the tree this year um Although I did manage to get somebody's Christmas presents uh, to actually an auction, which I'm very happy about. Uh, and I think they were a bit of a bargain. But the trouble is, you pay so much for them, the thing. And then, of course, you've got the premium and then you've got VAT and then you've got the online cost and then the VAT on top of that. And then postage of packaging. So actually, I think on both items, I've ended up paying double what I actually paid for the actual item themselves. But anyway... Uh, and then, oh yes, there was another non-disaster at work. I didn't miss here a go and plunge the whole stage into darkness uh, in the curtain calls. Uh, so that was um, something else I managed not to do. If the thing is, and this, and I am justifying it actually, the show at the end, the sound is so loud. Um, it actually makes my little box rattle a little bit uh, plus all the audience clapping and cheering um, I can't hear things and uh, the DSM didn't say something about something and I didn't think I, he was giving me the go so I didn't go and uh, suddenly realized everyone on stage was disappearing out of my view um, which shouldn't happen and didn't of course so uh, doing a fabulous job there <laughs> Uh, absolutely nobody walking past but it does look like it's absolutely about to pour down with rain um what else now i've got um television uh, i'm still reading the same books television i called it tokyo cowboy it's not called that at all it's called i'm still going to get it wrong i think it's bebop cowboy 
because uh, it's got a jazz score to it. This is the futuristic, uh, weirdy Japanese American uh, cowboy noir science fiction um, television program you can get on Netflix. I think it's called Cowboy Bebop or Bebop Cowboy. I think it's Bebop Cowboy. I could be completely wrong. Probably am. Uh, so that's much enjoyed, but because of Christmas decorations going up last night, didn't have much time to watch television. And so have not yet found a replacement for the morning show, which I have to admit, reading about it, a lot of people absolutely hated. So um, I really enjoyed it, but I don't know whether I enjoyed it because it was so bad or whether I genuinely thought it was really good. But uh, I actually think I might it might be true. The former might be true. Um, and uh, yeah, we're still plowing through Jane the Virgin, of which there are thousands and thousands of episodes. Um, and I haven't got time to watch anything else. Um, town is absolutely horrendous. I mean, Saturdays, don't anybody go into the West End on a Saturday. It is absolute nightmare. Um, just don't, is all I'm saying. Uh, and actually, if you haven't been into the West End for a while, it's just changed beyond all recognition now. And um, uh, as part of a conversation I was having with somebody, uh, I think... I think every single old, quirky, independent, interesting shop in the West End, Covent Garden area is all gone now. It's very, very sad. There's so many buildings have just been knocked down. Corporate type shopping things have been set up. I mean, it's just extraordinary. There's a load of Korean shops, supermarkets, restaurants. Um, that seems to be the big thing. Coffee shops, more coffee shops than you can imagine. I mean, I, it is just astonishing. I can. There were three in a row. Actually, I walked past the other day. Um, yeah, don't go into town. It's a night, absolute nightmare. Uh, that's all going to be. And of course, I've got another flaming tube strike. I think it's on a Saturday, isn't it? Which I'm just dr absolutely dreading. So the show is all lovely and marvellous. I'm very happy with the show. I think I've just generally cheered up. Lots of love to people who aren't feeling very well. Uh, and uh, oh and thank you for the how funny is Stephen feedback well thank you to everybody bar one person they know who they are uh, the rest of it was very positive and uh, we will I will be using it when we record on Tuesday morning oh tomorrow morning um, on that note all I can say is thank you for listening